0: Welcome to 80s Action Pod. I am Jay, amateur podcaster, doing this for fun. And welcome to long-awaited sequels and prequels, part two. Now, I came up with this idea when my son and I went to see Top Gun Maverick over the summer and realized how long of a difference it was between Top Gun and uh, Top Gun Maverick. And I I was like wondering how many other films were like this. And, you know, in part one, I talked about Tron to Tron Legacy and now as we get into the Christmas season, I've stumbled across another one. And I'm, I almost did an uh, instant review when I watched the uh, sequel, but I decided I was going to save it for this. So if you can't tell what I'm talking about, I'm going to be talking about 1983's A Christmas Story leading into 2022's A Christmas Story Christmas. Well, let's talk about A Christmas Story. As I said, Christmas Story is in 1983, uh, directed by Bob Clark, based on um, semi-fictional anecdotes from uh, Gene Shepard's uh, book, In God We Trust and All Others. Pay cash. And the movie came out, as I said, on November 18th of 1983, on a budget about 3 point. Three, three point five million dollars, and at the box office, it made just over twenty million, maybe closer to twenty-one million. And it stars uh, Peter Billingsley and Darren McGavin. You know the story: Ralphie Parker wants a Red Ryder BB gun, and everybody tells him you'll shoot your eye out. Now, I will be honest: I never saw the movie when it came out. Um, as I said at that time in '83, '84, I didn't go. To, we didn't go to movies very often. And I actually never saw this movie until probably 1997 when um, it came on TV and my wife was like, oh, you got to watch this. I was like, I've never seen it. She's like, you've never seen Christmas Story? Nope, never seen it before. And the first time I watched it, I thought it was dumb. I thought it was god-awful horrible. And then right around that same time, 97, 98, is when... They decided uh, TBS, I think it was TBS or TNT, one of the Turner Network's channels, uh, did the 24 hours of a Christmas story starting on Christmas Eve, ending on Christmas Day. And that's when I, I started seeing it more and more and it became part of mine and my wife's uh, Christmas tradition. As uh, Christmas Eve, we would throw it on After the kids went to bed, we would finish wrapping gifts and get everything ready for the next morning. And we would watch it. We would watch it through probably two, three times. So I have an affinity to it as a nice reminiscent memory from a Christmas story, getting ready for Christmas with my own kids. And it's one of those movies that kind of grows on you. Everybody will quote it. The, the uh, You'll shoot your eye out, or I triple dog dare you, and everything like that. But as I said, the movie's cute. Cute enough now that it is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I have to watch it every year. And unfortunately, now HBO Max has its rights. And I don't believe there will be a 24-hour Christmas, Christmas story this year. But as I said, the story is about Ralphie Parker, who is... Probably a sixth grader, if I remember right, and his group of friends just getting ready for the Christmas season in Holman, Indiana. And they they talk about fight, running from the bullies, uh, how getting through school, and Ralphie has an imagination. As I said, he wants to, he wants to be begun. Everybody's telling him you'll shoot your eye out, and he's coming up with these daydream ideas about how he would use the BB gun to save the family and everything like that. And it's, it's it's a cute enough movie now. And uh, me and my family are also tied a little bit more to the movie or the, or a Christmas story because uh, I believe it was 2009. My son, my oldest son now who uh, at the time was uh, cast as Grover Dill in stage play, and it was—it's really cute as a stage play. It's a lot of fun, and it was. So that was when I think I really truly started enjoying the show more. Was at that point, but it wasn't until a few years later um, our, our local theater did it again, and I I auditioned this time, and I was blessed enough to be cast as the old man. And it really is... You, you get a whole new perspective of a movie and a show like this when you're, in, when you're in it. And yep, I got to play the old man about the whole bumpus hounds and wanting to try the turkey and, and everything like that. But I know it had some ill-fated sequels or continuations of the storyline... I know there was a Daniel Stern, I think 2012, uh, Part 2 made. And I know I just said I didn't want to do that when I started these long-awaited sequel prequels. And the reason why I, I'm doing this one, though, is because when you came to the new one, none of those happened. It's just, we went from Christmas Story, from 1983, to Christmas Story Christmas in 2022. So, but was it one of these that needed a sequel, had to have a sequel? No, no, it did not. But if we were to talk about the sequel, A Christmas Story Christmas, I loved it. I actually think I liked it better than the original. Was it needed? No. Am I glad it was made? Yes, by far, and it's, it's not just a sequel. It's what's called a legend, legendary sequel or a legend sequel, because they bring back a lot of the same actors who played those roles in 1983. And it's the story of Ralphie, now living in a big city, who took a year off to become a writer, which is perfect with his imagination. And they're getting ready to celebrate Christmas and they don't have a lot of money. And they're, they're going to go back to Holman, Indiana to visit his his mom and dad when he gets a phone call and he finds out his father passes. So he packs the family up and they drive back to be with his mom over Christmas with the passing of his dad. And there he reconnects with uh, his friends he uh, has a run-in with his bully, Scott Farkas. And Grover Dill makes an appearance. And, I mean, the uh, I'm pretty sure all the living actors, minus the girls from the school and stuff like that, uh, come back for the for the filming of this. And it's a great story. I mean, Ralphie still has his imagination. He's trying to write the great American novel, which is... Um, doesn't go as well as he plans. But he has a daydream of winning the Nobel, Nobel Prize in writing. And uh, you get the triple dog dare with his friends. Uh, as I said, Scott Farkas shows up. And you find out that he's a, a policeman now. And Ralph Ralphie and him have a run-in. And he has his own kids and his wife and just the hijinks and everything in the movie it's very nostalgic it's very it's very on point it picks up perfect it couldn't have been a better a better sequel for the original movie and as I said it does it does what Halloween did erasing the New Hour Halloweens where it erased that timeline or what the Highlander movies said when they say Highlander 2 never happened but with Christmas Story Christmas, it it tries to hit on all the beats, all the same beats of going to the mall to see Santa Claus, the, uh, the car breaking down, and just different things like that. And it's such a great movie, touching film. And I'm not going to ruin the end of it, because I don't want to. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's on HBO Max. And, um... It, it does. It has a very touching touching moment at the end with Ralphie and his father. And it's, it's, it's a very good movie. Very well made. Peter Billingsley comes back and uh, I'm pretty sure he was part of the writing. I'm pretty sure he helped write it. And, and as I said, I really enjoyed it. Again, it, it's only an hour and a half long. And, as I said, was it needed? No. Am I glad it was made? Hell yes. By far one of the best sequels that you didn't know you needed to have that was made. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, that's my opinion on A Christmas Story Christmas and A Christmas Story. As I said, I wasn't a fan of A Christmas Story when it first came out. But it's grown on me, but I thoroughly enjoyed a Christmas story Christmas the moment it came out. And with the fact that how, as I said, my family is tied somewhat tied to it, that my son was in it one time and me and my daughter was actually in it too, the second time, and I would love to direct it. it it's one of those one of those plays that it, it very well lends itself to the stage. And I know there's a musical version of it too. I've never seen the musical, but I have been to the Christmas Story House. And if you follow me on Facebook, I will probably post some pictures from my family's visit to the house a couple years ago. And it's, it's up in Cleveland. Unfortunately, it's for sale right now, but we're hoping I'm hoping somebody buys it and keeps it running as a Christmas Story House because it's it's really it's very interesting and fun to walk through the house. Because they, they uh, updated it and you can hold the BB gun. You can hold the leg lamp. And you can see, even in the, the uh, new movie, you can see that little corner of Cleveland, or Cleveland, Ohio, where they filmed it. It's there. You can see it. So, as I said, I'm a huge Christmas Story fan now. I actually want to own a leg lamp. I don't own one yet. I will soon. So, that's my opinion on the long-awaited sequel prequels of A Christmas Story. I'm I'm erasing all the other ones. They never happened. I don't count them. That's why I'm doing this episode. And since we're talking about Christmas, if you have somebody on your Christmas list who likes to cook or grill or use a smoker or just likes to eat, I mean, come on, we all love to eat. um, Get them some hot sauce. Get them some half's hot sauce. As I say, it's the hot sauce with the great names and better flavor. You can go to halfshotsauce.com. And um, it's a a small batch company based in Ohio. All natural ingredients. If you're watching your sugar, there's zero or no sugar in almost all the products. And it's not hot just for heat's sake. It is hot with flavor. Very flavorful flavor. And some of my personal favorites are uh, pineapple, uh, main squeeze. And, um, I just started recently on one I've never tried before called killer Kiwi. When I first got it, it was kind of really too, too hot for me, but, um, learning, learning what goes good on now it's, it's growing on me. So as I said, go to halfsotsauce.com. They also serve meat sticks, um, infused honey with, uh, different heats and flavors. And they also have sweatshirts. I believe he has T-shirts and uh, and bottle cozies and stuff like that. And you can't go wrong. They make great gifts, especially at the holiday season. Or, I mean, I know winter hasn't started yet, but you gotta look forward to the springtime and the summer where you can get out the grill and the smoker again. Even though I never put mine away, I'll grill in the middle of February. So, go to halfshotsauce.com. Brian will ship anywhere in the United States double check, you may be able to ship to Canada and other places across the world, too. I know last year I sent a a few places around the the country for Christmas gifts, and I might do it again this year. So go to halfshotsauce.com. You will not be disappointed. All right. Now let's get back to talking about Christmas Story and A Christmas Story Christmas. It's one of those things where I I don't want a third film. I think he told the story. Well, um, he plays homage to his father, which is needed. And as I said, was it needed? No. Is a sequel? No. Am I glad it was made? Yes. And I know you could check out the other Christmas story stuff. I mean, there's, I know, as I said, there's the, uh, there's the movie that came out in 2012. I believe there's another one that, uh, rolls along uh, shortly after this. I think it deals with him in the summer. Um, You can always check out the book, too. And it's, it's one of those movies, as I said, you can't go wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it for kids. They can watch it and have fun with it. So, with that being said, I want to wish you and everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and if I missed anything, sorry, just happy holidays. And... I have a couple more episodes that I'm planning on soon. I'm hoping to be dropping my uh, top 10 favorite movie songs, separate from the soundtrack episode. These are just single songs. Um, I'm hoping to have an interview or two that we'll be posting after the first of the year. And I've got a few more uh, prequels, uh, long-awaited prequels and sequels. Um, I know I have at least four more. That I want to release within the next, uh, within 2023. So thank you for taking a few minutes and hanging out with me and I will see you in, in a couple weeks until then live long or prosper and may the force be with you.